Hi, and welcome to the CCB Weekly Check-In Podcast with your host, Timothy Prendergast. It's 2021. We have an evolving podcast where we hear from our people, their stories, and learn and develop along the way. So sit back and relax and enjoy this week's episode of the Weekly Check-In Podcast. It is the weekly check-in podcast with me, Tim Prendergast, and it's great to be back. I know this is the second podcast of our sort of autumn series, but uh, the first record I've done since uh, since the height of summer. Uh, so I record on a cloudy autumn afternoon, um, but it's very exciting. And uh, as we speak, actually, uh, up in, in Yorkshire, in the northeast, uh, in York to be specific, there's a, a memory walk going on. So many colleagues enjoying a, a nice afternoon out. Uh, following on from uh, uh, walks in Scotland and Northern Ireland last week, and I know there are six other others on the cards over the coming weeks. And I'm really excited about the podcast we're going to do in a couple of weeks' time, um, which will come to you uh, in effect from uh, the London walk, where I hope to be able to gauge some thoughts from uh, many colleagues um, and how what it's like to be out and about and some reflections on the last 18 months. Uh, joining us on that particular walk. Uh, would be Mark Northern. I think we're planning on doing about eight miles, but eight miles will be loose change to this gentleman um, as he's got a, a pretty big adventure the weekend before. Uh, and we'll get to that in, in a while. But first things first, huge welcome to the podcast. Mark Northern, hey, how's it going? Yeah, hi, Tim. Thank you for the invite. And uh, yes, I'm well, thank you. Brilliant. Um, well, I've obviously done quite a bit of uh, work with you over the over the years, and uh, I know you are pretty well known to, to me in CCB. But for those that might be familiar, can you um, just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. I've been with the bank um, coming up to nearly eight years now, um, and um, yeah, enjoyed my time um, here at San Sunday. I'm one of those unusual characters. I think alongside Paul Clark, who's gone from um, gamekeeper to poacher, uh, whereby um, had a lot of my career within a risk. Uh, capacity, credit risk uh, capacity, um, having previously worked in the product team um, and then uh, made the, the sizable jump across to the front office um, and they've been doing uh, working within uh, with relationship directors uh, now for quite a few years um, and enjoying it immensely. I'm very pleased that I did make the move um, and I'm a big advocate of, of that um, uh, in terms of developing people and getting that broad appreciation of the industry um, and the challenges that exist within both teams. So I'm happy to pick up anyone who wants to have a conversation around that um, because um, I think uh, it's not a, um, a move that occurs as much as I think uh, we should. It should. Um, and I'm a big believer in it. So, um, as you know, my other passion is uh, probably coming from a family of teachers is uh, personal development um, uh, of my team. And I take a great pleasure in, in watching people uh, develop and, um, and move on to bigger and better things. So, um, yeah, as I said, I think that's uh, coming from a family of teachers uh, that's probably instilled that in me. Um, so, yeah, yeah, enjoying my life. Very pleased to be back within um, CCB um, and enjoying um, uh, starting to reconnect with many of my colleague, old colleagues in that respect as well. So, Yeah, fantastic. And you're regional director in the in the London area, aren't you, for commercial clients? Commercial clients, indeed, yeah. And, um, yeah, we've got a team. I think the increase and the changes in our in our mix and going up to 15 million uh, pound turnover businesses really um, connects with the uh, the quality of the staff that we have. And I'm looking forward to making great strides in that respect within the, uh, within the London business and starting to shake matters up. Now we can get back out again and starting to see customers. So, 
Yeah, 100%. I mean, you've already started to sort of segue nicely into the next question. You're talking about starting to connect with colleagues, going out to see customers, accept you even touched on you know, that learning and development piece. And, you know, um, I was very lucky to uh, do a few workshops alongside you last um, last year in the height of lockdown around some 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 leadership skills and things. Um, but as you sort of reflect on the, the last 18 months as we move into some new ways of working you know what are what are some of the learnings that you take i guess both as a as an individual but also as a leader of a team yeah i mean look it's been an incredible um roller coaster ride um based not just on obviously the the challenges for our staff um and each one has been relatively unique in that respect and i think that's something that's um we've all had to to listen um, and, to, and to try to navigate through. I think it's been an unusual whereby that would be the case. Um, uh, as I say, everybody's circumstances seemed relatively unique. Um, so I think that's a, a key point for me. And I think in reference to that, though, I suppose coming out from that is is often that kind of variety um, from a line manager's perspective um, uh, can be quite difficult to, to cope with um, but actually I, you know one thing that's landed for me is just the power and the value of diversity that's actually come out through that process um, and the way in which um, uh, different people's circumstances have actually resonated with people in the team um, and we've been able to support each other in that respect and I've been super proud of um, just watching um, uh, the power of people really as it started to come through over that period so I think that's really something that's definitely going to stick with me um, uh, going forward. I think the other thing, though, is perhaps kind of contradicts that a little bit, but from a leadership perspective, um, is the need to look past the facade um, that I think invariably um, we often put up um, around, uh, you know, how we're feeling and how we're doing. I think, you know, that classic, you know, how's how's everyone week's gone? How's everyone's week gone? Um, and the classic kind of yes, it's gone well. I'm doing all right. Um, and so forth. Now, I think when you're in the office, you're able to to feel and see that um, uh, far more obviously um, uh, through you know, either through appearance, through attendance, and so forth. Um, but actually, it's much more difficult to do that, obviously, when we're doing that remotely. So um, everyone knows, um, you know, in that respect, that the active listening is is such a key trait, one that is being bounced around for many, many years, um, but is often still forgotten um, and I think that's something that's really um, struck me is is the need to, to actually be able to, to adapt and listen and, and support people in, the, in their circumstances as they've, uh, as they've come out at different points um, throughout that period for sure so that's a big one for me. The final one as well which I think um, that's a little bit different is the, the difference between um, being respected and being liked. Um, I think uh, it's an interesting uh, balance, but I take this on personally, not just as a line manager, but I think um, often when you're connecting with people, uh, you know, in an office in a kind of friendly manner, you're able to to get things done uh, just by being seen to be, you know, a good person, good egg, someone who's um, gets stuck in. But I think actually, as we've removed, as we've moved remotely, that's become harder and harder because it's difficult to connect on that basis. So. I think from my perspective, um, respect has had to come to the fore. And when I speak about that, I mean more about the respect, not from being necessarily just polite uh, and sociable, but more about the respect in regards to the quality of the work that's being produced as well. Um, and that's something certainly that I've had to take more personally, um, whereby, you know, it's not just someone who's working long hours um, because you can't see that. 
um, but it's actually more about what's being delivered and what the output is. So I think that respect um, versus liked is something that's come out in my mind. And that's also true when we're speaking to customers through very challenging conversations through C-bills um, and actually being clear and concise with regards to why you can't support them in a certain circumstances. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're the kind of probably learnings that I've taken away from you. Yeah, it's really interesting. Like just with that last piece around the, the customer interaction, um, is that sort of a, a skill that you think many colleagues in the front office have perhaps developed in terms of having those difficult conversations because they've been, you know, by necessity. So, you know, going into a, a new world or a new normal or whatever, that those conversations might be, you know, less challenging. Yeah, it's, 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 it's an interesting point. I think in the past, um, people have been, you know, the, the one one um, option in terms of trying to avoid that conversation is to do it via email mm. um, or, or, you know, you've got meetings and so forth. I think the interesting thing regarding Zoom and being able to do video conferencing or video calls is that it's harder to avoid those conversations ultimately yeah. because someone can call you up um, and, you know, they know that you're at your computer. Um, and that's not something that um, could be definite, could, could be definitive in the past. So certainly the challenge of training that we've undertaken, um, I know, helped uh, the team in that respect. But I think it's really, really important that we now we face up to that, because, as I said, actually, what's come through from um, the last 18 months of me is actually when we have done that, uh, customers have often left appreciating circumstances more than necessarily where they tried to interpret what the outcome could be via um, an email um, where we know that kind of written communication does have limitations in that respect um, and doesn't always um, enable to, there to be a kind of contextual element overlaid onto it. So I think certainly um, it's a skill that people have improved and it's one um, that I'm going to implore people to continue to develop um, as we go forward as well, because, you know, as, as bankers, that's important um, and respect of that from our customers is absolutely essential. Yeah, fantastic. Um now, Mark, I want to spend a bit of time on this and get, get the, the justice it deserves. And I opened up the conversation sort of uh, you know, referring to the memory walks and uh, happening over the, the, the next few weeks. And I guess it's uh, the, maybe the final push in terms of the, the three-year relationship we've had with uh, Alzheimer's in uh, Scotland. Um, so some, some great fundraising being done. But there's been you know so much of that um, you know, for, for various charities over the last 18 months. And people have done some... Some pretty incredible things and, and you're undertaking a bit of a challenge uh, coming up uh, as, as this goes out anyway coming up this uh, this weekend so um can you tell us a little bit about your challenge and maybe some reflections on you know, what i've just said yeah i think tim i'll just begin with by just referencing as you said some of the um, incredible achievements that have been achieved by some of our colleagues because in all honesty that acted as uh, inspiration for me um for sure um, because, um, you know, the whole lockdown situation, I think, um, you know, created that position where people had to um, pivot and to consider how to make the most of their circumstances. And mine was driven through necessity to some extent, whereby I live in a flat. Um, and many of people know that I like to run or cycle to work and that option was taken away from me. So I had to look at what I could do um, in order to, um, you know, to stay fit and healthy um, within the confines of what was allowed. Um, and in doing so, um, as I say, I took inspiration really from a lot of our colleagues from around the bank. Um, and I think it shouldn't um, go unnoticed in terms of, um, the, the, as you say, the charity uh, work that's been done by them. So I know um, Felicity, Owen and Will Chapman um, have done some incredible work themselves um, for different charities and, and recently undertook 
um, a South Coast challenge, ultra challenge. Um, it was nearly 60 kilometers um, up and down hills along the South Coast, which absolutely incredible. Um, I've also got Arkham, who I know um, uh, was keen to do the um, Thames Path Challenge. He's going to take part in the 100 um, kilometer challenge. Um, people, Liz Jackson um, had a baby, was straight out running again. Um, you know, held me to a cat, held me to point when I was sitting there thinking, <coughs> you know, am I keen to go out today? Um, and, and closer to home as well, um, Martin Leake, who's a member of my team um, in his 60s, he's averaged a 5k run um, since his 20s every day of the week, which is absolutely phenomenal um, and, and is a real uh, inspiration, I think, for people around him. Um, and even those people that have started to, to take up activities that they haven't in the past. Neil Heritage started cycling, uh, hadn't done uh, anything before, and now seems to be tracking me and uh, trying to keep me on point. Uh, Nick Sharp, who cycled all the way from London to his to to to, to his parents' place, I think it was over three hundred and uh, nearly three hundred twenty kilometres in a day. Um, and Laura and uh, um, Pescott and Colin Woodescroft, who themselves have undertaken Ironman challenges in the past, so. I just thought it's worth a reference to those people because I think over the years, um, and we'll touch on this later, but in terms of surrounding yourself with like-minded people who want to achieve um, goals, whatever they might be, but are aligned to yours, uh, has certainly helped me. But uh, as you say, I was I was in a scenario where I was stuck in a flat and trying to take the most of it and um, started to um, cycle and um, run perhaps more than I had done in the past. Um, and I used to do quite a lot of swimming, so I thought I might as well put the three of them together. Um, and then in a moment of madness, signed up um, to compete in the Royal Marines um, uh, uh, Ironman competition on the south coast uh, coming up, as you say, um, this Sunday. So, uh, yeah, it was um, I did it um, sitting on Sunday afternoon, having read the newspaper and saw it advertised. And I thought, yeah, I'll have a go at that. Um, and now, unfortunately, it's become a real reality because it's taken place, as you say, this weekend. And um, it certainly tested my um uh, resilience and my partner's patience over the uh, over the course of the last nine ten months um, but I'm super pleased now actually that I did take it on um, and I've seen a lot of benefits as a result of it so yeah I mean you're, you're tapering now with uh, quite a lengthy conversation the other day but can you maybe regale us in a, in a couple of uh, of your, your your training stories yeah listen it's uh it's been an interesting journey um as many people know I mean I hadn't ran more than a 10 kilometers um up until the start of this year, um, at six foot six, my knees tend to go if I do, did more than 10K. So to start trying to think about how I was going to ever achieve more than that was uh, in itself quite a, a stumbling block. Um, but I followed something called the 10% rule, which is basically don't try to do something that's completely out of the ordinary. Um, because obviously there's a fair chance that you might get injured or you fall uh, on your face, as I have done in the past. Um, so I, I took on that as a challenge, and that slowly built up. Um, my capacity to be able to do more and more uh, and chipping away at that as, as I went um, has certainly been a great way of doing it. Um, I referenced at the start that I'm a, a strong um, uh, swimmer um, but certainly part of my training I didn't um, account for the fact that whilst doing uh, everything I have done um, I've lost uh, obviously quite a bit of weight along the way um, and that has meant that my body's slightly more exposed to the elements than perhaps it was in the past um, and that did unfortunately result in me uh, ending up uh, in the back of an ambulance with um, a bout of hypothermia, having tried to um, do, the, do a recce of the swim course 
um, foolishly without a wetsuit on. Um, as the lifeguards said to me, they weren't accounting for the fact that I was going to be swimming for over an hour um, in, in a relatively cold, um, summery uh, uh, British condition. So, uh, yeah, that certainly knocked me back a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we conti we've continued on since then, and thankfully, uh, I'm feeling much stronger now and um, in a good position, hopefully, to, uh, to to complete the course. So, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll risk that and um, yeah, look forward to the tail of the the tape when we catch up at the at the walk on in a week or so. Um, uh, hopefully, the body's uh, in in the full flight of recovery by then. <laughs> indeed, indeed, let's hope so. Um, I mean, you've referenced some, some amazing achievements. I know uh, Vanessa Collins um, taking on the, the Great North Run first half for her. So, uh, again, some, some impressive performances. And, indeed, um, uh, the, the, the customers and clients who have supported um, the, the cause as well. And I've heard from all over the place donations ranging from, from, from £20 to £50 to even up to £1,000. Um, so, generosity is, is fantastic. So, um, yes, yeah, some amazing stuff being done by amazing people. And, uh, yeah, all the best for next weekend, Mark. Crikey. I, I just wish I could take one step of, of running, as, as you know, I'm out at the moment. So, uh, counting down the days until I can go for a run. Um, now, last thing, uh, I'm, I'm never um, a regular listeners to the listeners to the podcast. I, I do frequently try and uh, balance the two. You know, the, what can we learn from sport and bit uh, that can apply into, into business and vice versa. Only fitting, Mark, that the, the question is in that sort of realm. And as you move into you know competition phase and, and, and the amazing event that you're going to be part of in, in, in not too long, the, the nine, ten month journey that you've been on in terms of your training. You know, what skills have you learned along the way that, you know, you might be able to apply and adapt in, into the into the, the work life? Yeah, I mean, look, many. There's been some quite a few dark moments um, where certainly there's a lot of introspection and you're, you're trying to, to, to work out um, how to overcome uh, difficulties. And I think... Um, and challenges that have occurred um i've referenced before um some of the people that certainly i think um have helped to inspire me over the last uh, nine months or so of training um and i think one of the things that i've taken away from that is the importance of surrounding yourself with like-minded people yeah ultimately that if you're going to set off um, with a challenge to do something then do so um uh, with a group of people um, that you know um have got a common um you know common achievements uh, that they're also aiming for because by doing that you can you can take and steal their inspiration in some respects um so certainly that's a, a helped me a lot um through that process um and i thank them from a distance for being able to do that and i would make that point to everybody that as we come across different challenges as we evolve and continue to change as a business um you know make sure that uh, you're connecting with those people that are keen to to, to push through and and to make sure that that um, progress is made. We haven't got a lot of choice ultimately about it. This is an industry um, wide um, changes that are occurring. It's not um, unique um, to us uh, as a business or to us as individuals, um, but for sure um, it's important that we gather around each other and, and support each other at those times. And that's including those that are diff finding it difficult at different points, you know, start to let them uh, help them start to see the light of how and why it's important that we move forward. So that's a big, um, big part of it for me. The other, the other aspect of it um, is that as uh, you know, as a group of people, um, you're far more likely um, to achieve 
um, greater things. So, um, you know, that, that's a real a reference point, I think, for people just to consider um, as they go forward. So um, one of the other points, I suppose, that I take away from it as well um, is being quite open and telling people about what you're doing. Um, it seems quite odd that I'm doing this podcast now and, and, and sharing and celebrating that with a great a bigger audience um, and maybe that's part of the journey that I've been on um, but interestingly right you know for many months I kept this very much uh, to myself um, uh, you know from a kind of a fear factor almost and actually all that did was I, re- well, I realized one of the reasons for that was um, it was helping not just um, it, well in reality it was just helping to create an excuse for me to be able to back out of it and that wasn't actually helping me at all um, so I started to, to share that with uh, more and more people um, and actually as a result of that and, and kind of um, celebrating the fact I kind of was, was, it, it definitely helped to drive me on and I think that's a point that I'll just make to everybody about um, internally in their work as well as if they want to achieve something outside of work as well um, but be quite open about it don't be shy about it about what you're trying to achieve and what you'd like to do um, you know, with regards to your career, and as I say, even if there's um, an achievement you want to complete outside. So, because by doing that, I think you can then start to galvanise people around you and start to get their support and their help, as you help them in terms of achieving their goals and aspirations as well. And as I said, by doing that, I was amazed by how much people were willing to help me um, and the support that I got from that. So, I would make that as a as a plea to everyone: is be quite open with your your team, your manager, and so forth. What what are you trying to get to? Um, and then start to break it down because by doing that um, and celebrating that, um, there's far more is far more likely in my um, experience that you'll then achieve it. So, yeah, no, you made some great points there. That last piece around sort of essentially breaking down the, the gold into, into small chunks, but. Yeah, sharing sharing your aspirations. I think for me, as a when I was an athlete and going into schools and organisations and, and telling them about my goals, walking out of there, um, yeah, I, I think I was pretty motivated towards the the goal that I was setting myself. But that added to that, held me even more to account as well. But um, yeah, sharing that as you say, it galvanised people around you in terms of the the support. So yeah, some some great points made there, Mark. Um, it's been fantastic to spend the last uh, 25 minutes or so with you. Uh, I know you're in the tapering, I'm sure. When when do you start carving up? Um, yeah, that'll be next week. Um, I've got a few sessions booked with the um, the sports uh, um, physio and uh, masseuse uh, next week, which will certainly uh, make a bit of a difference. Um, and then, um, yeah, we get in the car and, and we head down there and scope out um, – uh, you know what the competition looks like so I think there's only 75 people taking part so that's maybe a good thing and a bad thing uh, and so there's not too many competitors but I was told the reason that um, they've only got 75 is because most people don't want to don't want to try so uh, yeah we'll see what that means on the day. Well all the best with that and I know you're doing it for, for three really really good causes do you want to just briefly tell us who, who you yeah, absolutely. As you say, for um, the Alzheimer's uh, point, it's certainly, um, I know, um, you know, Tim's referenced himself, the impact it's had on him personally. Um, and that, I'm sure, is felt by many people throughout the business. Certainly, um, it's had an impact on my life, um, both um, uh, closely and also through um, colleagues and friends as well. Um, so certainly for, I'm, I'm splitting it up in terms of each section. So um, for the walk, uh, stroke run depending on how I'm feeling at the time will uh, be for uh, Alzheimer's um, the swim section um, I'm going to be doing for the British Heart Foundation um, with a nod to my 
um, hypothermia point um, and um, the cycle ride I'm doing for uh, cancer research as well, which is, um, again, um, something that's close to me. I know there's, uh, at the moment, lots of um, points around um, the refugee crisis and so forth, but uh, certainly those three are um, very closely connected to me. Um, and hopefully, therefore, people can understand why that while I've chosen them. Yeah, fantastic. Well, all the very best in the coming days, resting up, uh, and obviously for the for the big day itself, it's been a pleasure to chat, and uh, we'll catch up with you very soon. Tim, likewise. Thank you very much, and uh, we'll speak soon. Bye. Cheers. Thanks very much, Mark, for joining us, telling us your story, but also. Uh, indulging us in the amazing undertaking you're about to uh, carry out as we go to air. Uh, Mark is in his last final preparations. He will be doing the Iron to Steel uh, event this coming Sunday, Sunday the 19th of September. There's a website uh, if you want to check out uh, the results uh, or even track as he, as he works his way through the event. Uh, it is very much irontosteel.co.uk. Uh, just to confirm what an Ironman actually entails, it is a 3.8 kilometer sea swim, followed by a 180 kilometer cycle, which has uh, a huge uh, amount of, uh, of climbing in it, uh, followed by a trail run, essentially a marathon, um, 42.2 kilometers. So that's a two and a half mile swim, effectively, 112 miles on the bike and 26.2 mile run. So a big day ahead for Mark. Uh, according to his Garmin, just to give you some background on what it takes to actually get to the start line, uh, Mark has undertaken 166 kilometres of swimming, that's over 100 miles uh, the year to date. Uh, a massive 6,600 kilometres has been cycled. That's in excess of 4,000 miles uh, and he's approaching 2,000 kilometres, 1,960 kilometres of running as well, uh, which again, as my, if my maths serve me correctly, is upwards of 1,200 miles. I wish we had your miles uh, for our Run the World in 80 Days Challenge we did, uh, you'll recall, in CCB last year. Um, that would be a massive contribution, but uh, wow, what a wealth of, uh, of time being put in. Uh, I think 255 activities, 434 hours of training has gone into making this event possible, all for an amazing cause, um, one of which the charities is our official partner charity, the Alzheimer's Society, and uh, Mark has indeed got a Just Giving page where if you do feel compelled and have the means, uh, please do jump on. Uh, it is uh, the justgiving.com page forward slash fundraising forward slash, and this is what we need to remember, Mark in Iron Man Run, all one word, Mark in Iron Man Run, and you can contribute to that and all of those proceeds go through to Santander's partner charity, the Alzheimer's Society. So thank you very much, Mark, for arming me with that information and allowing me to share that. And we will bring you an update on how Mark got on uh, in next week's podcast. Big shout out also to Vanessa Collins, who completed her first half marathon um, last weekend in the Great North Run. And indeed to anyone else out in the CCB universe who's out there doing amazing things and uh, reaching their own personal potential and goals. That's enough from me. We'll be back again same time next week. But for now, it's a big bye for now.